solstice. Gather round the cauldron for another episode of Good Witch, Bad Witch. Which witch are you? Take a listen and a look in your small reading nook. With a favorite book or your favorite podcast, grab some tea. Let's discuss the best and the worst. But the witches speak first about literary A to Z. And now, Shelly and Lisa. Hi, welcome to Witchy Wednesday. Uh, Every day I write the book. Today we're talking about books. And I would like to introduce you to um, the most well-read and attractive and nice-smelling people that I've ever had the pleasure of working with. Oh, I hope that's me. Daryl, the man witch, <laughs> to my left, and Lisa, the bad witch, straight across from me, who's delicious and also very articulate. Oh, and, and we got I, this gal over here. That one is Fiona, my dog. <laughs> oh, no, no, just kidding. We have the good witch, Shelly, who's across from me, and thank you for listening to our podcast, everybody. Thanks yeah, for coming, it's be a joining fun one us. Today. today, we're talking about books. Yeah, settle in, get around the campfire. And don't think it's going to be boring, because you're going to hear a lot of oh, really no, interesting it's gonna, it's stuff. Gonna be good. It's going to yeah. be sexy. It's going to be dangerous. It's, it's going to be, be funny. Action. It's going to yeah. be short because I don't read books. <laughs> right? So, Daryl won't be talking There's going to be a lot of this over here. <laughs> We've got a lot to say. We've got a lot to learn. We've got a lot to share. So, let's talk about what what are you guys reading right now? Let's talk about that. I'm reading uh, the same book for the last year and a half. Perfect. So, just the reason why I'm not reading is uh, I moved into my own place and I never had uh, like streaming. <laughs> and so, I haven't watched everything on Netflix yet. So, I'm doing yeah. that. You're and making Hulu up and for it. I am. Yeah. But the book that I'm reading on my phone uh, is by Kevin Wilson. And he's the guy that wrote uh, the one about the kids that um, their power or their punishment or whatever it is, they, when they get mad, they burst into flames. But the book I'm reading now, um, it's called The Family Fang, and the whole family is into, like, performance art, and the parents are exceedingly so, and they disappear, and part of their performance art is for their kids to find them. Oh, that seems way too over my head. There's a lot going on, and that's why it's taken over a year. <laughs> I guess. Maybe you should just... I mean, yeah. is it interesting, or do you do you feel like you put Here too there. much into it to give no, it up No, he's a, he's a great writer, and yes, I am almost finished. It's just I, I was in the wrong part of my life to when get you, invested in a book. Oh, when I started yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. How about okay. you guys? Um, so, I'm, I like to read... I usually have two books going on at all times. Um, that hasn't happened as of lately, but I like to read uh, fiction. Wait, what's what's the difference? Nonfiction. <laughs> Nonfiction is true. Okay, so I like to read a fiction book. Yes, I was. I, I doubted myself for a moment. I was like, it's I okay. knew that, and then I doubted myself. Fact or fiction? Uh, yes, I like to read a fictional book and then an autobiography. Fun. Yes. Yeah, autobiography. <laughs> an autobio. An autobiography or a biography, yes. depending. Because then I don't get them mixed up. Sure. So I was like, I have my true person, and if I want to go to that, I <laughs> read that, and then if I want to go into the... Uh, what are you laughing <laughs> I, at? I'm imagining you, like, reading The Shining or something, and then reading the biography of Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, this kid could read minds, and he freed the slaves. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> he was I a get great them all guy. mixed up. They're not... Yeah, they're different. Yeah, no. So I usually read something that's completely <laughs> opposite of each other so that Seven my mind doesn't get it. Seven winters ago. Yeah. <laughs> 
seriously. That, yeah, there was two twins. <laughs> One was almost Avon. always two twins. That's yeah. <laughs> there were three yeah. twins. I can make so different lists. <laughs> Uh, six out of the five triplets. <laughs> oh my god! We're not even drunk, guys. No, man, this, hey, this is our first one. It's early in the day too. That's what's awesome. Uh, okay, so anyways, <laughs> I'm reading um, uh, autobiography um, by Damien Eccles. He oh, sure. was. Uh, it's called Afterlife. Um, he was the um, gentleman who was falsely accused um, in the West Memphis Three um, murders, and. Um, he was in prison on life with life sentence um, on death row. Yeah, uh, for uh, murder. Murder, and he was he was murder free. Was the case that they gave me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How long was he in before they let him out? Nineteen years, I think. Jeez. Yeah, I think a little over nineteen years. Yes. I heard some um, interviews with him on one of the podcasts that we mm-hmm. both listened to, and uh, it was amazing how well adjusted he was and how he could articulate how things had changed. Since he was incarcerated. I I, I got a kick out of him. He did this one interview, and he goes, after he got out of prison, every time he walked by a pop machine, he had to buy a pop. He goes, because I'd never been able to just buy a pop. Exactly. Because I was buying Pepsis, and my girlfriend's like, we got some home in the fridge, like, but it, I can get it outside the Anytime house. Anytime I want. Yeah. yeah so and, and he became a huge, huge uh, Amazon. Victim. Amazon <laughs> shopper. <laughs> well, vic- victims. Sure. I was going to say victims. Advocate, Vim, yeah, victims advocate. I just thought these stories were cute because you know yeah. this, this is innocence. He sure. doesn't. He hasn't seen any of this. But yeah, he he goes Amazon. He goes. I was getting package after uh, package after package. And he goes. It's so cool. It just comes right here. Yeah. And <laughs> so he you was know, just, he didn't even have the internet when he was no because he was a teenager, he, right? He, mm-hmm. he was what, like was he, 17. seventeen. So he's still got a seventeen-year-old mindset in some things, right? But very brilliant man. I mean, just he he's well read and just uh, uh, like you said the name of the book is life after death i'm sorry i said mm-hmm. afterlife oh, but i was thinking of richie ricky gervais's show <laughs> which i'm also self-regulate yourself yeah which i'm also um watching which is i love ricky gervais if anybody doesn't know that because his uh wife dies on the show right yes okay i'm taking us off the rails Can totally please go on your book but anyways things. okay so damien's book is called life after death he was on death row he is um amazing like he's a spiritual and he's just done so much with his life since he's gotten um, out of incarceration i think he's a really neat dude and so smart i can't imagine what this world would have been with if we would have gotten 19 more years of him oh so my god i just uh, was he um released based in part off of the innocence project i think so yes and um apparently the um there was a lot of big name stars, uh, rock stars, Ed Eddie Vedder, mm-hmm. um, the uh, lead Dixie singers, Chicks. the Dixie Chicks, um, Natalie, whatever her last name mm-hmm. is, who's Mains? the main, Mains, thank mm-hmm. you, God, I, I'm, I have a really bad headache, let me just preface this. <laughs> Elise with, is not 100% with us <laughs> yeah, today, but we're, we're going to get her there. But yeah. I'll cool. be there. Yeah. So my head's not uh, working. But there was a lot of, they were doing the Innocence Project, that's how he met his wife, who he's married to now, and... Uh, uh, he was. They ended up. Him and the other two boys did an Alfred pr- plea, yes. which basically they have to in, admit they, that they're in, guilty, but they weren't. No, but yeah. they just did it because they wanted to get the boys. Actually, 
one of the boys, Jason, didn't want... He said, I'd rather stay in prison than admit that I did something I didn't mm-hmm. do. But Damien would have been... He would have been killed. Mm-hmm. So he actually decided not to... For his friend <laughs> to say that he did, even though he didn't, to get his friend off a death row, which right. I, again, find very admirable. So And maybe uh, that'll start focusing on some change for the justice system too you would think you know the Alfred plea is so weird you hear about it in all these different cases it's like but you're guilty but you're innocent but you're can you just say you guys get out of here you little scamps we were just kidding it's like nobody wants to admit that they were wrong right you know and it's like the thing that really sucks is that you know because everybody's so so forced into thinking that they don't want to be wrong there's still a murderer out there there's still a murderer yeah. who killed three little boys right and we're 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 so focused, focused on the wrong on things the wrong thing well, and there's somebody out there who the thing, got away with they, murder once they think they got a guy okay on to the next and that's mm-hmm. the thing i hate yeah, yeah there's so many people that are sitting in jail right now in that same position that this guy right. was in so i yeah our justice system is hmm. so messed up but then i mean i'm i don't know how to make it better either no so that's the thing that's hard right it's, you know it's like oh this needs to be changed this needs to be changed but changed to what well know. and it all seems so arbitrary in terms of sentencing sometimes right it's like yeah well i raped and killed this girl like i got seven years and i'm out in five right and other people it's like well i killed my husband in self-defense and i've got life without parole or right. they they're on drug charges right and they you know they are in for life when they've since cleaned up and right this and that and it's just, I mean, there's no rhyme nor reason to no. the, yeah. Any, which so, takes us to the trucker thing, yeah. which takes us to what's going to oh. be your, your what's your <laughs> fiction book you're reading right now? I I, I don't have one. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, I'm only on one right now. I'm in between. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm guilty of? What? What's that? Not being a reader. Yeah. That's okay. I'm not a big reader. I mean, I have read some, <laughs> I have read. <laughs> R-E-D. Uh, read. Uh, I'm just not uh, a big reader. I guess. It's not a crime. I know some very intelligent people that like other forms of entertainment. And I think you might be kind of like some other people I know that don't read that you just don't like to sit still much. You kind of got ants in your pants, too. Yeah, I do. But there is a book that um, when we were just out in Florida, uh, Roger, our friend, told us of a book that sounded really, really interesting. Mm. And it's called uh, Soul Music. Ooh. And they use references of different bands for this this book. Like this guy goes, oh, he's all dressed up in Def Leppard. But it was leopard skins, oh. and um, uh, he's waiting for the Jefferson Starship to come through. All these different references. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm interested. I ordered it on Amazon. So oh, that's did you? Gonna, yeah, cool. that's going to yeah. be my book. Good. I'm excited. What but format it's, it, do you like? Are you reading it electronically or uh, like paperback? I got it on paperback. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, and I, ma- I mainly like stories that kind of like you know stories that go around like what if I could put myself into it like rock sure. books and this and that and you know the Alzheimer's and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soul music. But uh, the, yeah. That, yeah, the the author is uh, Terry uh, Pratchett. Oh, and he is the second highest author next to the gal that does all the um, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Her. Really? Her? Wow! I never even heard of him. And I have, but I can't remember what else has he written. He's done all his. He's done all these type of books. Are really, I guess, fantasy. Yeah, kind of yeah, fantasy huh. books. But yeah, cool. so I'm I'm excited about that. But yeah, so like I said, I'm guilty of not being a reader. But who knows? You I'll know, look into it. A whole new year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I like looking it. up right now. I have a book that I want. I took a screenshot of it because I want to read it. Um, yeah, I gave I cooking sent it to you. I think it's, <laughs> it's cooking for serial killers or something. What Ooh. was it called? 
Hold on. You keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> Eating at Mr. Dahmer's house? No. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, thank you. Do you like liver and <laughs> liver? <laughs> okay. Nard. I yeah, don't know what I did with it's it. It's okay, honey. So the one you, that you were looking for, that was going to be your next book? Yeah. I think my next one might be Soul Music, like Daryl's. That sounds fun. Yeah, I want to hear like about a whole, that. Whole cool. So let me buy it, then yeah. I'll read it, and I'll... Sh- I love that. Will you finish by yours? You know? Yes. We'll just I love do an Oprah recycling. thing. I'll be I like, here, it. and you'll hand me this one. I go... What is this war and peace? <laughs> Here it is. Found it. The Serial Killer's Cookbook. Oh. Um, true crime trivia and disturbingly delicious last meals from death row's most infamous killers and murderers. Interesting. What I would, would like, like to see the stats side? of who got what. For instance, uh, there was one really famous one that I think just had water. And his last words were like, fuck you, or something like that. Maybe that was um, Gacy. That doesn't seem like It sounds like all. him. No, but uh, I think a lot of them get either steak or lobster or fried chicken, in my mind. I That's think, what I'm guessing. Uh, if <laughs> I'm not mistaken, I think Ted Bunny just wanted a cheeseburger. Something, well, you know, it's always I'll, delicious. Well, I will tell you all once I get my serial <laughs> killer's yeah. cookbook. Well, that'll Good. be another show. We'll do that. Because yeah, by that time, maybe that. we'll have all read a book and we'll catch up. Good idea. In six months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of catching up, I'm. you guys, this is going seriously off the rails, but that's fine. Daryl finally watched Tombstone. Did we talk about that? Woo-hoo! Oh, no, we didn't, but yeah. So, Kate, when we talk about things and then we say we're going to do them and then we're like, we'll catch up with it. Check that off the list of you people. Yeah, so <laughs> we did it. Yeah. He did it. One he out watched of 37 it. things. Yeah. And what'd you think? Well, I liked it, yeah. Okay, there's yeah. that. Okay, so was, that was It was, was well worth done. a watch, yeah. So Perfect. all the rest of you Tombstone avid maniacs, relax. Yeah, yeah. we Get did it. it. Get off Fine. Me. Get off his back. Huckleberry. <laughs> How funny. Okay, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to come back with uh, a bunch of uh, different genres of books and yeah. uh, ones we loved and hated and all that stuff. Cool. Speaking of meat... I want to tell you about my very favorite sports bar, the Blake Street Tavern. There are so many great things about it, like 67 TVs, game sound with all your favorite games. We always play game sound for the Avalanche, and they're pretty cool. But also, the food's really good. we got a great burger. All the buns come from the Blue Point Bakery, so they're local, and they're squishy and delicious. And um, we're neat, also. So we're neat. You can eat meat. Uh, there's nachos and Rubens. And, uh, what a treat. It is a treat. Thank you for helping me rhyme in my commercial. The whole place is complete. Yes. And we do have 24 craft beers on tap. And we even have a seltzer on tap because we're fancy. We're hipsters now. So come on down and see us at the Blake Street Tavern. It's 2301 Blake Street in Denver. Or you can visit us at blakestreettavern.com for all your gift cards and information. Welcome back, witches. We are here talking about books. Books. And it's exciting. Books are exciting. And we also go off the rails a little bit, which is exciting, too, and Mm -hmm. fun and wonderful. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite books and some of the books that I have the hiccups that we don't like. So I'm going to start with that. What was the... Shelley. Yes. What was the book you hated when you read it? You were like... Um, I know one that you and I both read together. I think it was called Freak Show. Okay, let's just preface that with saying we weren't like sitting next to each other reading the same book. <laughs> well, you read together. this page. I read this page. Now you read that. I think they got it. Okay. No, we both read it at the same time. Yes. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Or you read it right after me or, yeah. or something. Okay. But uh, it was essentially about this family that um, created their own freaks and they <laughs> had a traveling circus. Um, and the dad 
I think was the the circus master, whatever I the ringmaster, right, yeah. and would give the mom like crazy chemicals and stuff to make sure that she had freaky kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of them lived, but <laughs> the kid that I remember the most, they had like a manfish, yes. not like a not like a sexy merman, no. like a fish that was mostly fishy, but had like a man head. Yes, and I think could have. Mammal sex. Wasn't he a bad guy too? He was a jerk. He was a jerk fish. Well, and then if I'm not, it was called Freak Show, right? Yeah. I think. I think yeah. it was too. And then the babies that didn't survive, they'd put them in jars. Yes. So and charge people, people could admission just, and stuff. Yeah. It, it had zero redeeming qualities. It was horrible. Yes. It, the, none of it was good. And then I remember that I read three-fourths of it mm-hmm. and I couldn't take it anymore so I gave it to my friend Marsha who's an uh, avid reader too mm-hmm. and I said here finish this and tell me how it ends <laughs> and how did it end I don't remember okay. I, I will ask Marsha <laughs> I will I will I think she told me and I was like yeah not even worth it and she's like why the fuck did you make me read that and I'm like you're welcome yeah so that yeah. was really weird yeah that uh, was an awful one yeah I got more disturbing. Can I do one more? Please. So, uh, Chuck Palahniuk, I think that's how you say his name. He's the guy that wrote Fight Club, which is an amazing story, right? Yeah. But he uh, wrote a couple other books. I was so impressed with Fight Club that I'm like, oh, I'm going to read these other books by him. Uh, One was called The Haunted, and there was a whole group of people that I think wanted to be on a reality TV show. And they agreed to be locked in this haunted house, and they kind of went crazy and started chopping off limbs and hurting each other and doing crazy things. And one of them just wanted to get out so badly because they were being sabotaged to like being stuck in there. And they're like, no, no, no. And they wanted to be famous so badly that they basically were killing everybody so they could stay in there and be famous somehow. But uh, so that was gross and terrible. But then he also had a compilation of short stories that. Uh, one of them, there was a kid or a young man that was swimming in a swimming pool, and his butthole got stuck to the suction part, and <laughs> oh, it sucked no. out his guts. Oh, God. I've got more. They made this into a movie? I, no. Oh, they better. No. No. I've never seen butthole suction. No. And then I'll do one wow. more gross and wow. I'll give you the floor. I'm sorry. Because okay. I mostly read disturbing authors, so I have more Apparently. disturbing things than most. I'm disturbed. But uh, Stephen King also had a book of short stories that wasn't the different seasons one that had Shawshank Redemption and all the good ones. Although it had that terrible one about the Nazi neighbor that they would... Um, he It was called Apt Pupil. And Ooh. he took this kid on the street under his wing and uh, the kid was like, I know that you were a Nazi. And he's like, no, I wasn't. I'm a kindly old German man. I know you were a I, Nazi. I will make you, I'll make you some schnitzel. That's all I do. I'm friendly. Uh, okay. Well, and then they start like... Um, Freaking each other's minds out and getting into each other's heads and then like putting cats in ovens and stuff. It's, mm. it's oh no! Because he really was the bad oven guy. Wow. But then lastly, yeah, okay. Stephen King short story thing. Um, I can't remember what the name of the compilation was, but it was maybe ten years ago, and he had a story about these feuding neighbors. Uh, who knows what they were fighting over, money or land or something? And one hot hot day, one of the neighbors is in a porta potty. And his other neighbor pushes it over face forward so you can't open the door and leaves him there. So, like, the sun is baking and this and that, and he's claustrophobic and he's, you know, going to starve to death and whatever, and sweaty, and you just have to read it to see what happens. How are you still good after all this stuff? (laughs) Um, I try to balance it out with sunshine and rainbows. I really do. I I go out and see the sun now and again. 
I, frolic. Okay. I just have one. I mean, this was back. This was a disturbing book for me to read. Hit me. Yes, it's by uh, Betty D. Bolthold. Okay. Yes, and uh, it's called Daddy Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> Already sounds really scary. What did he do? What that asshole do? It was, it, it's a book for divorce that you read to your kids after oh. you're going through a divorce. You oh. know, so... Oh, that was a disturbing. How old were your kids when you had to read them that? Oh God, I think uh, they were young. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Brett was what five? Was he four or five? Uh, yeah. And then they was were, it well off. written though? Did it help with the process? I don't think they understood what I was saying. They're like, yeah. so that. So you do you live here or yeah, no? They're like, read it again. I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Daddy doesn't oh. live here anymore. Oh, that's sad. Mommy said, get gone. That was the prequel to the end. Of, <laughs> Oh, my God. Divorce is hilarious. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> my most hated book, I think, besides the Freak Show one, which was horrible, um, was a. I, I read a book called Middle Sext, which I really, really liked. Right. And so, when I, I have a tendency to get obsessed with authors. Sure. So, once I read one book and I like it, I want to read everything they've ever done. Yep. Jillian Flynn. Uh, yeah, we that, did that, and that was that was fast because she hasn't wrote a whole hell of a lot of right. books and stuff. But um, so I read. I went from middle sex, and I can't think of the author. I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. But then he wrote another book called The Virgin Suicides. Right, horrible. It was an awful book. And then I thought maybe I just didn't get it. Like, what would? Do you ever like? zone out when you're reading sure and then you're like you gotta go back and yeah and then you it. don't want to yeah. so you're like okay well I, i'll just go forward <laughs> right. and so i thought maybe i missed something so i read i uh got the movie and watched it horrible movie oh no oh. it was just horrible and i horrible twice was it a, like a metaphor for something or they were literally the suicides of virgins it was about the all of these, and here I go, and this is my great memory again. Yeah. This is, I, I think I hated it so much that I blocked it even out, <laughs> but it was like this, it was about these, all these sisters, and they were in a very, very religious family, and the family, like, they all wore, like, like almost like they were, like, Quakers. Like, they wore the dr- same dresses. Okay. Beautiful. They were all beautiful. Mm-hmm. But they weren't really allowed to date. And their, their, their mom and dad were really religious. And I think that they might have been... Uh, I don't even remember. But the first one, like, jumped out the window and impaled herself on <gasps> the... Yeah, on the post. And then they all of them just kept killing each other, one after the other. All uh-huh. the sisters ended up killing and it didn't ever oh, wow. didn't say have, why yeah. like i mean it did like they had a horrible life right i don't remember it just was dumb and i it just, just didn't run have, away right it was i uh, maybe i have to reread it but i don't want to because i hated it so if anybody like read that <laughs> and wants to explain it to me i i don't know whatever so it wasn't as funny as it sounded no it was <laughs> hilarious and um no um and then my most disturbing book that i ever read that, that I wasn't could, it that was just your least favorite that was my least favorite it okay. wasn't disturbing the one that i thought was disturbing again i'm so sorry that i didn't get the author but it was called Backroads. no um i thought you had read that too talk about it so it's about the this family so they're kind of uh a backcountry family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the boy's name was Harley, and he had two sisters, two little sisters, maybe three. Yeah, no, there was three sisters, mm-hmm. and the mom wasn't. Their mother was in jail for murdering their father. Okay, 
So Harley, who was maybe 17 or 18, um, was taking care of the sisters but not doing a great job. Like, he worked as a, a bag boy at the local... Piggly oh, a Wiggly. Bag boy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like a bag, a I thought she said a bat boy. I'm like, <laughs> who for the Yankees? <laughs> no, okay. like he's a bag Yeah, like a bag Yeah, I got you. Okay. So he wasn't making great money. They lived in the house, but he was having a hard time keeping the bills on. And then he starts having an affair with the neighbor who was a lot older. Oh. You never read it? I don't think so. It's actually so. a very... It's disturbing as fuck, and it has a really weird twist at the end. Whoa. Like, where it kind of... Like, right now, I'm getting, like, a really weird... Um, my heart's... Palpitations? Yeah. But it was good. Like Okay, so you recommend... I recommend it. it. It's I gonna think freak it was an Oprah book choice. Oh. And stuff, and but it's called Backroads, right. and Oprah is always oh, right. And Except it ha- for twice. Well, there's <laughs> yeah. Carry on. Yeah, but um, yeah, he, she, um, not she. Oprah had nothing to do with it, other than picking the book. <laughs> um, yeah, the twist at the end, you're like, what? And it's really good. Ooh, so. th- you really sold that one. Yeah, you should read it. It's I really will. good. I'm gonna. Okay, so that's called. You Back can't Roads. stop me. No, I want you to because I want to talk about it with somebody. I will. Yeah. Okay. So then, do you have? I guess that is also one that you know, one that, that stuck, one stuck with in you. Your head. Mm-hmm. But I have another one that was even better. So, what's another book that stuck with you that like you can't stop thinking about it? Um, what is well, everything he writes is amazing, and it takes five years to read. But uh, Wally Lamb, which um, what is the one about Columbine? That's called um, Bowling for No, no, it's, um, uh, it has something to do with time. Yes. In any case, I think it's his third book, Uh because the other one's about twin brothers or whatever. Yeah. But um, obviously, I remember the way that he described it. One of the women in there is a teacher at Columbine when Mm -hmm. the shooting is happening. And the descriptions and the noises and everything. I have chills right now just thinking about it. It was just harrowing. She locked herself in a cabinet. Yes. Uh, Yeah. And And it was his wife. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it just, um, it was so crazy with her um, describing the experience and then how people dealt with the aftermath. It's not just um, grief of the dead students or what could I have done or this or that, but the the PTSD before that coin was even termed, really. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sorry if you were going to read the book. After all that and all this therapy and all this pain and, and everything else, she dies of a brain aneurysm. Oh, man. And, and it was the, cuckoo pants. Is it called The Hour I First Believed? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that Speaking of I mean, we'll get more into this, mm-hmm. but Wally Lamb is one of my favorite authors. Absolutely. He I know why you're going to say so. Yeah. He hasn't written that many books. I'm going to say he's under 10. Right. But he's freaking phenomenal. He I've is. read everything mm-hmm. that he's ever written, and we'll go into that because his one of his books is on my top uh, five. But... Um, yeah, anything he and his books are about a ten million pages. Uh-huh. And so, so that's why he can't write more than one every five <laughs> years because there's seriously thousands, and no. it's worth every. It's his editor goes, I can't do this, dude. I have a yeah. life. No. I, I yeah. keep those books around in case you, there's a toddler you, in the house and they need something to sit yeah. on to reach the oh, dinner right. table. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's amazing. A lot yes. of times, too, with his books, um, they'll. You don't have to read them all to understand them, but they will intertwine. Will yes. they'll oh, okay. talk about another character in, in another book or another storyline? Yes, mm-hmm. and I, li- uh. I always like that too because it's, it's kind like of an like Easter an egg. Easter egg. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Nice. And it's like a reward for the faithful reader. I think. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, totally love that. So love. What I'm doing a shout out to Wally Lamb because he's freaking phenomenal. Wally! Yeah. Hey, Walls. <laughs> <laughs> Come Wally on, Lamb, ma'am. Yeah. Okay, okay. so. Um, 
I'm sorry, honey. Daryl, did you my, have a stick with you? The book that I read, one, I mean, I did read, but I was Helter Skelter. Oh, oh shit, yeah. It was because I just was scared to death that fucker was going to come get us. Yes. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, so, I mean, that Terrifying. one, it was like, Ugh. and my mom would leave it lying around, too. My uh-huh. mom had it lying around, then too. Then I'd look too. at the pictures, and they'd have yeah. their faces blocked out, but you've seen everything else you want to see. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, but, but then yeah, you'd then, go back to it just to yeah. take a peek. So then right. I finally, yeah. after just looking at pictures all the years, I did read it, and uh-huh. I think when I was in junior high or something, I'm like, holy shit. This is like your first horror book or horror movie, and it was real. Yeah, yeah, true crime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah first true yeah. crime. Ugh. Um, so I have... So these are kind of intertwined. I have books that stuck with me and um, books that were surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that really... I guess they both of them did both to yeah. me. Um, but another one of my favorite authors is Jodi Picot. Oh, yeah. And um, she wrote a book called Leaving Time. Uh-huh. Um, it was the one about the elephants. Did you read that one? I didn't. She has so many. Um, she, I've only read a handful. So, as Wally Lamb reads, writes one every 10 years, uh-huh. Jodi Picot read, writes a book about every 10 days. Yeah. She mm. has 10 million freaking books. But Prolific I, as heck. And Yeah. And um, Kind of like that psychic lady. <laughs> Yeah, but Sylvia Sylvia Brown, Brown or whatever, yeah. she writes books all the time. <laughs> Wrote this book this week. And yeah. <laughs> Take a nap. Yeah, she's actually dead now, so there's oh, that. Oh, she's Ooh, yeah. poor okay. Sylvia. No, um, sorry. But Jodi Picot. Um, wrote it's a book about and and the thing is is that she always has like a cause yes so every book has a um a theme and a cause behind it and this one was about elephants and Mm -hmm. um how you know they're becoming extinct and elephants apparently i mean i learned more about elephants than Mm -hmm. i ever cared or knew about or (laughs) ever wanted to care and know about (laughs) but right (laughs) but she um apparently they they mourn um Death. Death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, if their baby dies or whatever and stuff, they'll actually lay with it and um and bury their child and, gr- and like, cr- cry. They actually cry, yeah. And all that stuff, which was really interesting. But this one had, again, another really huge twist at the end um, where you're like, oh, wow. I mean, like, kind of in a good way mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's just a really, really interesting one. And then she has, like I said, she has a cause. So then she's like, give money to the elephants yep, yep. and stuff. And so, which was great. But I just loved the book. And it's called um, Leaving Time. Um, the other one, to me, that was surprising just because of the ending was um, Defending Jacob. Oh, my God. Yes. Loved the book. Uh-huh. Movie sucked. Oh, yeah, terrible, terrible, suck. terrible. Yes. I made Daryl watch the movie because I loved the book so much. Mm-hmm. They totally changed the ending. Yep. Screwed the whole thing up. And I want to... Um, Read me the book. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, that was so real well written. Who did that again? Um, the, the guy. That guy, the, uh-huh. the Defending Jacob guy. Yeah. No, that was really great. So the deal there um, was their son was accused of killing another kid in a park. Yes. And there was a little bit of evidence, but not tons. And uh, the and kid the had been through a, a trauma. Yes, and the dad was a lawyer. That's mm-hmm. right. And then something else happens, and then something else happens. Guys, yeah. read it. Yeah, that's a good one. Don't watch the movie. Um, Don't Deb, watch the movie. Our, our friend Deb, who was our second or third guest on the show, we call her affectionately Deb Motherfucking Ham. You yeah. can ask her well, why later. <laughs> yeah. She, I think the second she got done watching it, she called me screaming. Yeah. I <laughs> what the I, fuck have they done? Yeah, oh, motherfucking hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was horrible. But good, the, good surprising. But surprising mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Surprising wonderful yes um and um 
Okay, so who I just told a couple of my favorite yeah. authors. Um, do you have any more? Oh, as far as authors, you've been doing a lot of really good ones. Uh, one of the Jody Picoult books I read was about it uh, uh, shed light on a condition with babies where they have like glass-like bones. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that one was called, and I ended up giving money at the end of that. You know, she has a charitable <laughs> yeah, component uh, yeah. at the end. She got but, you. Well, she did, and she's a, a great writer, and she really um, it's educational too. And she really she uh, does her research, which yes. I think is good. Yeah, um, I also I'm a big Stephen King fan. Of course, I mean and, uh, Dean Koontz. I think he's the poor man's Stephen King. And I've never I read like him Dean Oh, they're they're really good. Kiss yeah. the girls, all of those. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. I've seen the movies. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. No, he's a great writer, but we'll get there. Okay. Um, Wally Lamb. We already mm-hmm. covered. Uh, carry on. Okay, that's okay. mine. Mine uh, three were Stephen King, Jodie Picoult, and Wally Lamb. Moving. Uh, if we're, can we I'm go just to moving? Stick to Essie Hinton. Oh, The Outsiders. And she was a kid. She was in high school, I think, when she did that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Moving, um, I'm going to go with like romances and drama and all that, because like crying moving. Uh, Nicholas Sparks, obviously. Yeah. You know, the notebook. You don't, it's not cool. He's like the Olive Garden of authors. It's not cool to like him, (laughs) but he's fucking good, and that's why they're successful. And Olive Garden is good. It's delicious. I mean, you don't want to admit it, but But you you got to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a Monday night. There was a wait because everybody knows. (laughs) Everybody knows. Nicholas Sparks sells 80 million copies because everybody knows. Right. Mm -hmm. He's the Olive Garden of authors. I do like it. He's one of those when you want to read, but you don't want to have to think too hard. Right. Well, especially because after you read, one you've kind of read them all it's like oh there's this a sorrowful handsome yeah, young you're ex- widow <laughs> you're exhausted because you're <laughs> right. crying it's okay it's okay but yeah You'll and find the notebook yours. is the best nicholas sparks book <sighs> so good yeah. so good so moving for me when i was thinking about these was um the anthony kiedis autobiography yes. the lead singer of the red hot chili peppers uh-huh did you read it i did i just talked about it the other day oh how funny we're so, being kind of psychic this week i love that when that happens <laughs> I'm, pu- I'm pointing to her eyes my eyes your eyes i know you my eyes. i know you hey you um so the reason that i thought it was moving to me was the last line in the book mm-hmm. he had said because he was a heroin addict and he said that he thinks about doing drugs every single day mm-hmm. and that every single time he goes to do it, he looks at his dog and he says that he can't because his dog has never seen him high. And oh, I thought that was adorable. That is adorable. So that's why that moved wow. me. Did you know my dog has never seen me high? <laughs> Not either. <laughs> um, um, I didn't go to rehab for anything though. No, but I just I thought that no, it's like that's no, he, no. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he he's doing it for his dog. And one that's day cool, at a time. That's a good yeah, and it's yeah. one day at a time, you know. Yeah. That was so. a really interesting book because he kind of grew up in Hollywood royalty. Wasn't he babysat by Cher? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's kind of funny too because it's like I mean, that's why I like to read biographies mm-hmm. is because you're I mean, I guess I never really thought like that you know, you just hear the chili peppers and you're like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. ding 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 <laughs> ding California, this part of California, LA, LA, right. LA, and, California. But then if you really think about it, you're like, he even says in the book, he's like, I don't know how to sing. I'm a shitty singer. <laughs> he's like, I, I was horrible, I was a DJ, and then these people were like, You have a lot of energy, why don't you sing? And he's like, Okay. And it's just and it's <laughs> With funny. With a British then, accent? Okay. okay. <laughs> then it became British. No, but then and then you kinda like look at it and you're like, Yeah, he really isn't a great singer right. he is He's dynamic just, yes charismatic stuff, but it's like okay yeah that's true you know and stuff and it he, and he does have a nice body i think that. he likes to work out and run down the beach in slow motion right <laughs> which mm-hmm. is um i think a perfect qualification for a lead singer agreed mm-hmm. yeah so anyways just, and bo Derek. right <laughs> 
Yep. Okay, one more, and then we'll go to another br- break. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's uh, finish this whole section out. Okay, and I only had <laughs> the meat. One yeah. more, which was um, maybe I I didn't write everything down, but what's the like, so, the best surprise? Yeah. Yeah, I got mine. Was surprising was uh, defending Jacob. What was oh, your okay. surprise? Uh, the dirt book by Motley Crue. Oh, that was good. That was in my I top read it five. Twice. Oh, yeah, so good. It was, it was good. Yeah. yeah. That's really okay. good. And then the um, the other um, movie, I'm sorry, book to movie adaptation that was the best. Before we do that, can I take two steps backwards? Yes. Why on earth was The Dirt surprising to you? I thought it was oh. a great book, but they fucked everything they saw. They drank everything Even they burritos. saw. They did every drug. Right. <laughs> Why? What, where was the surprise for you? Where did you go? I just was oh, like, they went to church. No, I didn't know. Yeah, where no, where I was, was the surprise? In, you were surprised it was so good? It, yeah, it was surprising. Because okay. I was like, you know, I thought I knew everything about Motley Crue and thinking, oh, okay, it. this is the life I kind of tried to lead when I was their age, this and that. But never once did I ever fuck a burrito. Well, okay. <laughs> I forgot about the burrito part. I wasn't trying That's to attack. That's the only thing I remember. I was no, like, where was the surprise? No, but no, there was, yeah, just crazy stuff in there, so. Yeah. Gosh, um, yeah. I'm, was the burrito out of the microwave? or No, they, they <laughs> <laughs> were corner burritos. Okay. Corner That's burritos. Important. They were horror burritos. <laughs> well, I would just hate to ruin a good right. food truck burrito. Uh, right. Yeah, no. That's it was Taco they, Bell. It's fine. Uh, yeah, it's no, I fine. don't remember. But, uh, okay. Okay, so book to movie adaptation, what do you think was the best book where you... Because so many times mm-hmm. you go, you were like, oh my God, the book was better. Mm-hmm. Like almost every single time. Yes. Have you ever watched a movie and said that followed the book almost exactly? I haven't. I can't think of what that is. You only gave me 24-hour notice. What's right. wrong with me? What's yours? And the Green Mile. Oh, yeah. They did a spectacular did. job. I didn't read the book, but yeah. Spectacular job. Yes, they you really did. You don't have did. to read the book on that one because the movie was well, just as good. Just say, if yeah, not better. Yeah, just yeah. say you did. The casting, everything was top notch. You're yeah, right. You couldn't find somebody who played, um, and oh, I can't think of the name. Michael names. C. Duncan, whatever was his character was. Perfect. perfect. Tom yeah. Hanks was perfect. Yeah, they, the uh, bad, that's when the I read the book. Those are the people I saw. Playing them. That and was really well you know well what's done. another one now that I think about it? Tell. Um, Misery. Oh, sure. That Kathy almost, Bates? Yeah. Come you, on. And when I actually... Well, this is kind of funny. When I when I read the book, I pictured Michael Douglas uh-huh. as the author, the guy that was tied up, the oh, author. okay. Instead of uh, James Caan. Instead of James Caan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I had found out later, and this may be a lie... Or it might be my imagination, but I'm almost sure it's true that they asked Michael Douglas to play and he had already had prior commitments. Because they pictured him, too. I think so. Yeah. Um, but James Caan was amazing. And sure. the book went... Goes, almost, I got somebody cooking me a rabbit in this next movie. I'm right. Mine, so I can't... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Was that about the same time? It might I have think been. it Pretty was. Pretty close. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was. That is such an amazing question, and I don't have an answer, but okay. I like your answers. Thank you. You, um, use, you can use mine. Okay, and I don't want to ever make fun of you for saying words wrong, but I think you might have said imagination, and I want to say it that way the <laughs> rest Imagi- of my life. Did I say my imagination? She said it might have been my imagination. I, I think it was my imagination. I'm being an I thought it was cute. That's all I'm saying. She's stuck on Anthony Akita's. Bing, 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 imagination. I thought the Outsiders read to the book to a T. Yes, that was that's true. Cal- the that was a good one was a too. Good one. Yes. Simple. I mean, I'm a, that's yeah. Stay cold, Daryl. And I think we boy. all watched it at the perfect age. It was very relatable mm-hmm. and and all of that. Yeah, the clickiness and. Um, nothing seemed scarier than somebody out to beat you up, and then they have a knife. Oh my god! So scary. And I just yeah. never let anybody call me Dairy. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't nope. get that. Mm-hmm. Daryl's such a more masculine, masculine name. name. Sure. Okay. Well, there's the main part. We're the gonna mates. come back with our top uh, five favorite books. <laughs> 
And we'll be back in uh, two and two, Chuck Woolery. <laughs> I am talking to all of you crafty witches out there. This is your bad witch, Lisa Brown, and I want to talk to you about Busy Bee's Craft and Ceramic Shop. It is located at 8512 Pearl Street in Thornton, Colorado. You guys need to check it out. It is so much fun to do all of your crafting pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys visit Busy Bees. They have, go to their website, which is busybees.com, and you can um, check out all their classes, see what's coming up. They do sip and paints. They do raku classes. You can buy gift certificates. You can just go and do diamond art. And you meet a lot of new friends. I have met some of the most wonderful w women going to Busy Bees. So I thank them again for being a sponsor and um, use the promo code GWBW at uh, checkout for your first time for 10% off. Buzz. time for one of our favorite parts of the show and Which there's only it? like four parts of the show but this is one of them <laughs> and it's good it's one of the top there's a 25% <laughs> chance yeah six out of five people like this part of the show the that's best. right yeah and it is the top five and you know what it doesn't have a theme six. song <laughs> <laughs> you just start randomly two um. Seven. 29 bingo no that's nope. not it at all it, it doesn't have a theme song nope still so looking, we're folks. still looking for a theme song mm -hmm. we have a great new background song and um uh extra song from carla which mm -hmm. is amazing so good but it's not a top five song no, no and it, so we it's, need a, a top it's a very five. top five song it is I'd like top, it top five, five. It, but it's not what we were looking for but she did such a good we job. just needed something shorter yeah. we need that like says, something with a little bit of jazz to it or to introduce the top five it can be country 12 it I'm could just be randomly doing numbers like <laughs> you. It could be rap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could be your Something top like five. That. We're calling genres. on. We have a lot of people that are we really, do. really, we really know all these people talented. So step up, people. Right, quit being lazy. <laughs> you got told. Yeah, yeah, you have. You have time for us. Don't what are say you, that a millennial? you don't. Right. Busy? Are you at fencing class? Right. Get no. over here. Write us a Guys song. Guys, doing big events with your bands or something. I, seriously, yeah. twenty seconds or less. Maybe yeah. ten seconds. Yeah. Okay. It's Here's a top, top five. five. It could be two seconds. That's how it was. Mm -hmm. I didn't join in. Damn okay. It. Wait. Okay. One, two, three. It's a top five. Ooh. I don't know why you just don't Brady bunch it and do it ourselves. Did you Never hear mind. those golden tones? <laughs> Never mind, people. We made up for a... <laughs> we, we, we take everything you. back. We are like if the Pointer Sisters married the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. That was fucking gorgeous. That was amazing. Oh, That's oh, my new favorite song. Okay. My top five. <laughs> I can't wait to re record that for all of us. Okay, okay. okay. we're going to do our first? top five favorite books. I'll go Darryl, first. You go first. I'll go okay. first. All right. And all it's right. been a, it's just been a theme all day because uh, five. But yeah, number five. <laughs> right. Yeah, number five is Nine. is Rumblefish. 
Ooh, let's talk about it. So, Essie Hinton, also, Essie Hinton. right? She always wrote those obscure books. You know, young kids yes. fighting this and that. Rumblefish was... Did you ever see the movie? I know that Matt Dillon was in it. And so was... I think uh, Matt Dillon was in every yeah, no, Essie And he was in text. text. He did everything. Yeah. But what's his name? The guy that came back after acting for quite a while, but he w- he played a wrestler, but nobody recognized him because he got so much plastic surgery done. Oh, oh, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke is <laughs> I'm all Mickey Rourke's in that movie too. This is another one that was a book that turned into a movie, but the movie was kind of weird. But you know, just her normal kind of teenage rebellious type of book. But, sure, angsty. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Angsty. Yeah, she is a good writer. Good one. Yeah. Rumblefish. <laughs> Did you put Rumblefish? No, no. Uh, I was just reiterating <laughs> what you had said. Oh, thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. Um, my Stop. number five. five. I decided that I'm changing it. Oh, my number five is The Stand by Stephen King. Ooh. You still, I still haven't seen that movie. You still need to have me see that movie. There's three tonight. iterations of it now. I think the movie. Yeah. Oh God, it could take you six years. It, I think that the one that I'll probably make Daryl watch is the one that I liked the best, which was the Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Rob yeah. Lowe. Yep. That's, yeah. M O O N spells moon. <laughs> Yeah, country don't be dumb. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan's in that one. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan is in any place. Yeah, uh, the he's country the dude. main character, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Stand. It's a great book. It's a better book than movie. Sixteen sure. Candles. Molly Ringwald's in something like yes. that. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's good. And it's yeah. like it's a it's a um, star studded. So yes. Sergeant Dan. Who, I don't know what he's really for. Guy. Um, Forever known. Rob Lowe. Yes. Okay. The guy who played um, in Coach. Yeah, the big blonde guy. Yes. Yes. Um, Stephen King's in it. Yep. Dauber? Yep. Dauber? And, yep. Uh, Gary Sinise. Sinise. Gary, that's, that's Sergeant Lieutenant, Dan. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. I'm sorry. Lieutenant I didn't, I, I, you, you have you're promotion, up the ranks. <laughs> Um And uh, uh, the guy who played um, Parker. Um, oh, yeah. Corey whatever the hell. Corky. Corky. Corky Nemnick or something like that. that was Corky Nemnuts is in it. Corky Nemnuts is in it. And he does a great job. <laughs> And right at the beginning, and it's such a great beginning. Yeah. Um, it's been years and years since I saw it, but I watched it with Monty Majors when it was out on um, uh, network television mm-hmm, yeah. when it launched. But at the beginning, you know, it's about the apocalypse, and 99.9% of um, the population gets this virus. Uh-huh. Which oh, sounds guys familiar. Can't well, that would be <laughs> That's crazy. They all wore masks. But they, they all died, and they called the disease Captain Trips. Mm-hmm. And uh, the song, as you're going through and seeing all these people that, I mean, they just die in their tracks. Yeah. You know, nobody's cozy in their hospital bed or whatever. Right. And uh, it was uh, Crowded House, Don't Dream It's Over. And oh. Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. They're they're all kind of throughout the show to very good effect. And mm. the so all the good people go to Boulder, yes. and all the bad people go to Vegas, just like mm. real life. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Not necessarily true. Yeah. So, anyways, it's good really really one. interesting. Okay. Good one. I added so much to yours because that was my number two. Oh, so, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay, great. Perfect. So, um, so what's your number, your number five? five? My number five <laughs> is Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakauer, who we talked about earlier as writing um, uh, the mountain one, Into Thin Air. Into Thin Air, yes. Yes. And uh, he's just, I'm not outdoorsy at mm-hmm. all, um, but he's just such a great writer. And then uh, Under the Banner of Heaven is about, he was driving like in a hiatus between books or something. He only writes true books, which are called nonfiction. <laughs> and, uh, really? But he was... Um, He's really outdoorsy or whatever, and he was going to go hike, let's say, Moab or something like that. And he was in that little weird corner of Colorado and Utah and goes to a um, uh, 
convenience store to get something and the girl behind the counter has got the long to her feet dress and kind of like a bonnet action the long poof there's like the poofy in the front and the mm-hmm. french braid in the back and she has uh, seven sisters and they kill themselves yes and she was no. a sister wife and she was 14 and all of those things oh. but anyway he asked for something kind of not weird but not non-traditional like a, a map or something mm-hmm. like that but anyway she kind of freaked out it's like no we just have bottled water and virgins here and uh <laughs> anyway like alerted whatever he asked for it, it it grabbed her attention and she like alerted the the local whatever which were her uncles who were raping her or whatever to ah. kind of run him out of town on a rail because he was asking too many questions whatever mm-hmm. it was so he obviously is intrigued comes back kind of blows the roof off the whole uh jeffrey warren's thing and you know the tax evasion and the incest and the pedophilia all the disgusting things that are happening in the unorthodox thing and it was really well written and it was fascinating and sad and scary and good oh well number five number five yep my uh my number four is kind of another disturbing book yeah it's called uh don't bath with uncle joe don't bathe. Don't, don't 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 bathe with Uncle Joe. <laughs> <Or bath. laughs> don't bath. Yes, even that's you. <laughs> I can't even read the title. I, you, I am terrible at. <laughs> just have me read your commercials too. <laughs> oh I promise I will not bath with Uncle Joe. What's it about? Can I guess? <laughs> Uncle Joe, I say no. <laughs> and it's not about Joe Biden at all. Oh. No. No, it's... Uh, Just don't do it. <laughs> I can't breathe. Lisa, uh, any, we Is it a get, true story? No, it's a kid's book. Oh. Yeah. It's like a... Yeah. One Look those, it up. It's one of okay. those ones. On Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't um, bathe with Uncle Joe. I'm a little bit nervous to give that a Google. <laughs> Okay, you that's, got that's it. That's because I've been listening to so much country. And that's that weird one of your favorites? <laughs> that's it's one of those ones that... It's, it's just educational, yeah, right? Educational. Got yes. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, perfect. Just say no to Uncle Joe. I'm so <laughs> curious. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> my number four is Angela's Ashes. Oh. Um, true hilarious. St- Fra- it, no. <laughs> it's not funny at all. Nope. But Frank McCourt, um, he just wrote about himself. He mm-hmm. started... With Angela's Ashes, he has two follow-up books, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, and I thought that they were really interesting, and even though um, it's the worst part of Ireland, mm-hmm. it made me want to visit Ireland, <laughs> Every year. and um, I just thought it was a well-written, very good Absolutely. book that stuck with me, and I liked yes. it. Yeah, I mean, it really made you feel so grateful, too. Yes. It's like about poverty in Ireland, growing up with what 12 13 14 sisters only half of them lived yeah and, and brothers like eating one slice of bread between 170 yes people. yeah <laughs> is this and, midget for you right yeah. and his mm. poor mother had um nothing but heartache her whole life and i think that she could have one hand rolled cigarette a month or something mm-hmm. and then dies of tuberculosis i'm like it's just tor- terrible if i'm not mistaken towards the end they all bathe with our uncle joe too. <laughs> i'm not for sure <laughs> they took a, no, might have been a different t- book they bath with him they, they bathed did yes. but him. he came to american became an english professor yeah. or something mm-hmm. quite a success story that's a great great book yeah, yeah nice. you're right yay uh my number four was the dirt and now i have changed it to the color purple Ooh, by alice walker great movie. also uh-huh. not funny at uh-huh. all um i think maybe based on a true story i don't know i'm assuming that things like that happened back then but really um Really gripping. Also, another great adaptation into a movie. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, watch that when you're in the mood. Yeah. Okay. Um, where are we at? Three? Three. My number three, once again, guys, is silly, but it's Outsiders. 
That's not silly. Just, you I like know, guessing I mean, Hinton. You I like the what you like. On that one. That's right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. You like what you like. And don't you... bathe with Essie Hinton. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do it. That's bath. No bath. Don't bath with him. Um, my number three is Running with Scissors. Oh, yeah. I was uh, going to put him as one of my favorite authors. I really, really like him mm-hmm. as well. Um, great. I can't think of his name. Augustin right Burroughs? Thank was you. Augustin? Yeah. yeah, Burroughs. Yes. Um, amazing author. Um, first um, one I read was Running with Scissors. Uh huh. Um, that is actually an autobiography, if yes. I'm not mistaken, about yes. his life. Yes. But And it's very, very tragic, but also kind of funny. Yes. He's and, got a very dry, uh, incisive wit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, good words. Ooh. I don't know if I used it correctly. I don't care. Bath. It sounded amazing. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. I'm in a bath with that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Running with Scissors is my number three. He wrote, um, I think you ended up reading all of them, too. One mm-hmm. was called, like, The Wolf in the House or something about his terrible dad. Mm-hmm. And then he had another book called Dry about how he sobered up. Yes. And... I just thought that was so descriptive because at the beginning, he was a, like an ad man on um, Madison Avenue, had this great job. He had written some jingles for Double Mint or something mm-hmm. like that, Juicy Fruit, and had this awesome job making a bunch of money. And he was getting so hammered till like four, five, six o'clock in the morning, waking up in the same vodka suit and going to work for like months. And oh uh, you just get used to that cycle or whatever you think your body needs and stuff and finally his boss was like you hey stink. you're really good but you stink yeah, yeah. they were <laughs> like we can smell the alcohol exactly on you. either get a new suit you know and you go to, to rehab do? yeah you need yeah. to bath yeah yeah, yeah. he was describing those uncle. uh martinis he called them uh they were as big as fish bowls oh, and then the so it, olives were like fish he just whatever oh great writer great writer yes. mm-hmm. um my number three is james and the giant peach I love almost everything by Roald Dahl, James and the Giant Peach. Uh, Not a great movie, but the book, I remember the first time I read it, it was read to me. We did it as a class in fourth grade, and it really got me excited about reading and the fantasy of it and how you can make up your own worlds. And pretty much everything Roald Dahl writes is awesome. But, you know, of course, he's the Charlie and the Chocolate Mm -hmm. Factory guy and all of that. But uh, it really opened up a whole new world for me. And I just, it was one of those, I had it in a paperback and I, I wore it out you know i had to replace it a couple times i remember and i don't know if it's because i i I just everybody was um, in that eight what was it maybe third grade fourth grade fourth grade yeah Yeah, we're eight or nine i'm guessing everybody was talking about it Mm -hmm. and stuff and i tried and i just i didn't have the um imagination just flip that switch yeah Yeah. Uh where i was like why are you freaking kid? Like even as a kid, I was like, "Who lives in a fucking peach?" I'm, I'm not even. I like. I couldn't get it. I Hold liked, the imagination on this one. No, I was like, I was really because everybody loved it, uh-huh. and it was the same thing. Kids mm. walked around like they do with Harry Potter, like uh-huh. which again, it's not one I like either. Yeah. Um. I don't. I. I don't know because I do like fantasy right and stuff but I was just like I tried to read it and I was like I don't get it I can't I couldn't figure it out right and um so i'm really glad that you liked it so oh, much i, loved I it. didn't and nice. maybe uh, maybe other people liked it more because it was more escapism and you had a pretty good childhood agreed i, mean, I think yeah. i had a good childhood too but uh, it was you know he had these two awful ants at cabbage yes. and something else mm-hmm. and and spiker one was skinny and one was this anyway uh he got to escape into there and make new friends and so maybe you just weren't as damaged as maybe, well, that, let's moment. go with that <laughs> no. Yeah, oh I don't goodness. know. Uh, James, James. So cool. 
Number two? Yes. I haven't read this one yet, but it's kind of a fantasy book mm-hmm. that I think you could really get your mind wrapped around. It's called My Daddy Went to Jail and I'm Sad. <laughs> He's making stuff up. It's no, like these I got are all... a divorce and took a bath and then went to jail. <laughs> these are all real books, I'm telling you. You know, because I've like only read three books, books so i got to figure out which ones I'm going to read next. This one's going to help me with my childhood, though, I think. You know, bring some of, some of that thoughts back. Oh, that's what it was. That's why Daddy went to jail, because... He bathed with Uncle Joe. <laughs> Way to be um, self-aware <laughs> right, and reflective. You know, I'm trying to help the community. <laughs> I appreciate that. Man, which help. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> okay. What do you got, Lisa? Um, my number um, two is The Storyteller by Jodi Picoult. It's my favorite one of all her books. Um, it's about these this girl. Um, she gets in a really, really bad car accident. And... Um, she is like she was raised uh, she's jewish but she wasn't raised in the jewish church like kind of like i'm catholic and but <laughs> yeah i just am because they, they told me to yeah she's a non-practicing jew um she's in gets in a really bad car accident in the car accident she's disfigured her face um so she always wears her hair over that side of her okay. face she works at night so she doesn't have to go out but during the day, she goes to grief counseling for people who've lost loved ones because her mom died in the car accident. Oh. She meets an older gentleman who is in his 90s or something very, very old, and um, he's recently lost his wife, and they become best friends. Oh. And um, because she's not embarrassed to be seen with him because he's 90 and doesn't <laughs> care, and um, he ends up asking her to kill him. Um, he's tried to kill himself, and it's ne- the the attempts never go through. It doesn't work, and, sh- mm-hmm. and um, he tells her why he wants to die. Not only because he's old, but because he's apparently done some really bad things in his pa- in his life. And she starts to look into it to see if he it's true. Mm-hmm. And. It's, it's insane. Oh, I can't wait. It's so, it's such a good book. And so he tells her the story of his past life. Uh-huh. Thus, he's the storyteller. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And hopefully redeems himself. It's it's great. We'll have to see. So, yes. You, you put a lot on my list today. This I, is exciting. Woo, woo, woo. Okay. Um, I don't know if you read this one or not. This one was semi-recent for me. By that, I mean the last five years. But uh, Where the Crawdads Sing is my number two. Oh. And so that one was really popular. I don't know if it was an Oprah book or not, if she still does that. But um, there is this girl who was basically living on a bayou Mm -hmm. uh, alone and kind of raising herself. And I can't remember why. She's young, though, right? Very young. Yeah. yeah, she's like Jungle Book, but a girl. Yeah. And it's in like the Bible instead I of a jungle. I saw the movie. She has, uh, or something little. close to it. Yeah, okay. I don't know if there's a movie or not. But there's two boys, and one of them's, uh, well, it's kind of like Pretty in Pink or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of them's, you know, the, the down-home neighborhood boy that she goes fishing with, and one of them's kind of the James Bader bad guy in every John Hughes movie. <laughs> And uh, anyway, there's a murder and there's intrigue. And but uh, I think it's just so inspiring to see how she handles herself and uh, how she's so talented and how she battles loneliness and um, just uses her strengths and her wits and and it's pretty cool. I can't wait to see how James Spader does. <laughs> He's going to do I it actually, great. That sounds really good. I want to read that. It's good. Cool. It's good. Okay, okay number my, one. Mine. Yeah. The dirt. 
Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was really it, good. It, it was it on was my good. list. Yeah. It was funny because um, Daryl and I were reading. It, this is we were going through this reading phase at the time. He read the dirt, one of the two books he actually really did read, <laughs> and um, he I'm he really. Um, savers i guess mm -hmm. so what i'm saying is he takes longer to read than i do sure and so different speeds yeah so i read my whole book and then when he would put his down i would read the dirt while he was like doing other things uh -huh. so he was like oh and he didn't know i was reading it uh -huh. so he would like telling me everything and i already like, knew because oh. i had already read it but i didn't want to hurt his little feelings because I, I was reading the dirt at vince neal speed yeah <laughs> You were reading laps around him. I was, and it was. He'd be like, "Oh my God, you need to read this part." And I'm like, "That sounds amazing." She taught me, me lead me. In you the left him in the dirt. Oh, see what I did? Bump. Oh. Yeah, that's amazing. What do you got, baby? Okay, so my number one is um, "She's Come Undone" oh, yeah. by Wally Lamb. Um, my all-time favorite book. It's about. It's just. It follows this girl on her journey from being five. Mm -hmm. to being an adult mm -hmm. and all the crazy things that and she ends up having a mental break and mm -hmm. she deals with uh, um, food addiction and all kinds of different things and it's just really really well written and it's one that I reread reread every couple of years it's a great I knew it'd be on your list it was one yeah. of the first ones we read as a group as friends when we had our own book club yeah and what was so spectacular about it to me is that Wally Lamb wrote as a young woman so spectacularly yeah how do you we could know all, how a woman yeah. yeah yeah and we all really uh could relate to that character and mm -hmm. she was you know quirky and not perfect and and funny and smart but you know not i don't know uh damaged all yeah, of those things so like a real woman yeah. and and he really captured that i think he did a fantastic job yeah that was a great my favorite book of all time that's a good number one yeah nice. um i'm glad you still reread that i should uh -huh. do that uh, my number one is Watchers by Dane Coots, and I'll tell you why. So he's not just, as I called him, not very flatteringly earlier, uh, poor man Stephen King, because he does do a lot of um, crime and suspense and psychosis and uh, serial killers and um, wackadoo shit, but he's also a really avid dog lover, mm. and he kind of marries the two in this book. So what it's about is there's this uh, laboratory where they're trying to um, and there's a lot of stuff about DNA and genetics and stuff in it, too, which I find really interesting. But they're trying to breed this ultimate smart military dog, basically, that people like it can bring them back information and nobody will suspect that it's got whatever because it's it looks like a golden retriever. Well, when they do it, they um, they have kind of a, a really, really smart one and then a really, really evil one that grew up together and they both escaped the lab mm. and the craziness that ensues while there's also a side story about the, this serial killer who collects very specific body parts. Mm. Like, he always wants the most perfect one. Like, uh, he killed this woman for her ulna, like the bone on your wrist. Or whatever. she had a really nice one? Yeah, he wanted to keep it. So, anyway... So, he would he would take my ankles? Yes, your ankles are delightful. I tell you what. So, let me just tell you one more quickie thing about this dog. The way that he writes as this dog thinks, is so endearing and adorable. So he's obviously very intelligent, but he's also a good boy. <laughs> 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 he's he just a good, good, good boy in the scratch of my ears. <laughs> but uh, they, the guy that finds him when he's hiking uh, can tell that he has something special. Like, he can tell when he's talking to him that the dog is understanding what he's saying. Like we all think, right? right. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, he's trying to figure out a way to communicate with the dog, and he gets 26 tubes, and then at the bottom of them he puts like a little foot pedal or a paw pedal and then um scrabble tiles 
So A B C D whatever, uh, and then the dog can use his little paws and aw, spell yeah, out okay. words on the floor what? and say it's coming or whatever. You know, give them a warning. And uh, what's it called? Uh, Watchers. Okay. Watchers. It's wonderful. The movie was terrible. It had okay. Corey Haim in it, I think. <laughs> uh, but the book is really really good. Okay. But Corey. anyway. Uh, it turns out, like, the main guy who ends up adopting the dog, uh, he is dying or bleeding or something happened. And um, he said to the dog, he goes, uh, I'll stick with you. It's going to be okay. I'm not going to die. And the dog wrote out, I'm going to cry. <laughs> In Scrabble tiles, he wrote, I would die of lonely. Oh, that's lonely. Lonely. oh, I know. No. And he ends up She's really a- crying again. <laughs> yeah, folks. Uh, and he finds a girl it dog, and it's her. awesome. Oh. I think that that's really sweet. I just really believe that if he was that smart, he would have put loneliness. Mm. <laughs> he was so he wasn't that smart. <laughs> smart, was he? <laughs> he could spell, but not well. Yeah. How smart was that dog? <laughs> oh, my God. I need a tissue. Oh. She's all crying. That's hilarious. Okay. I would die of lonely, he oh. said. Oh. Einstein was his name. Oh, nice. Or was he? <laughs> I would die of loneliness, Einstein. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going to take another break and come back with the Manwich Minute. Thanks for listening to our Hot Five. And blah, get Shelly a tissue. Manwich Minute. It's time for the Cosmic Seeker of Love. He's more than just a meal, and he ain't no sloppy joe. Oh yeah, he's the man witch. Oh yeah. Alright guys, we're back with the Man Witch Minute. Uh, and it's just going to be a minute because we sure did, we were long-winded in that one, but... As you all know, I've only read three books in my life, and that's not too bad for a 54-year-old man. I mean, come on. But three three good ones. But there's some on my list, like I said, I'm going to read. And that Don't Bath with <laughs> Uncle Joe is right up there with my top list. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock that one out, I think, this weekend and see if I can get it finished up. <laughs> but, uh, hey, if you guys got, uh, got some books that we didn't mention or anything, we'd sure love to hear about it on our Facebook page. And, uh, you know, just uh, give us a little shout-out on some of the books you uh, you like. Or if you liked what the girl said and I said, you know, let us know because we'd like to hear your feedback. But uh, with that being said, that's your Men Which Minute. I'm out. Thank you so much again for listening to our podcast. Please visit our website, goodwitch-badwitch.com. Nailed it. Nailed it. And um, go to our Patreon, become a member. Even at the $5 level, you're helping to support your witches. Buy our merchandise. Listen to our podcast. Tell your friends and rate us. Bleh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was fast. If yeah. you have any ideas or would like to be a guest on the show, please write our manager, Janine, at gwbw76 at gmail.com and join us on our interactive face group book. Facebook group? Facebook group. I got kicked off last night, guys. That was so cool. I know. You're so, so bad. A I'm a rebel, daddy. You said nards. <laughs> it's a great word. Yeah. Um, I think it was more the threatening violence. Well, there's hey, that. Anyway, this was a great show. Thank you for joining us. Stay witchy, my friends. Stay bitchy.